Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember majority of the Christmas episode. Well, majority of it is musical. Like, it's just it's just a giant music ad, which is fine. It, again, works great for the time. Um, but I definitely, I definitely have some notes. So let's do it, guys. Right. Hey guys, and Merry Christmas to anyone who is listening to this podcast right now. I understand that this will be dropping on Christmas Eve, so you may be able to listen while you are wrapping presents Mm -hmm. or before Santa shows up at your house. Now, I will say, Joe, you are with me. How are you doing today? I'm Doing good, and I probably got fat from all the uh, the cookies that I've been eating all month, <laughs> or the Chex Mix I've been eating all month. So, I, I I I will have to admit. So, this entire uh, uh freaking episode <laughs> is based off the fact, or this Christmas special, should I say, is based off the fact that Alpha is. Alone for Christmas or Christmas Eve, should I say? Christmas Eve. Never because mind. I like how he's alone. Never mind the giant blue head floating in the jar. I know. I know. Like that's 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 my first thing. This, I noticed like, oh, I'm so alone on Christmas, and Zordon's like, 
what a jerk. Like, excuse me, like, what? <laughs> exactly. So the idea is these rangers are are at the North Pole helping Santa Claus assort and 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 divvy out the Christmas gifts all around the world. Be- because he didn't he couldn't do this. Now by before himself, we like get, he hasn't been able to for the last be- three thousand before oh, sorry, sorry, before we entirely ruin Christmas for everybody, can I just say I said this on our uh on our podcast Twitter. I want a Christmas special with Cla- with Claus and the Power oh, Rangers yeah, yeah. from Boom Studios yeah. with Grant Morrison. Because if you have seen any Christmas Netflix special, if you have seen any Christmas Netflix movie, it is always awesome for people to interact with the real Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Dude, Christmas Chronicles, I Hopefully by this time I've watched the second one. But Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Whew, it was I so good. Movie, dude. It was so, so good. good. Now, my mom and my sister were watching the second one the other day. And I had to like really like zoom past them because I was like, I don't want to watch it yet. I want to watch it with Abby. So we haven't watched it yet. And in my mind, I think the Power Rangers actually teaming up with Santa would be really freaking awesome. Because pretty, pretty here's cool. the thing. Here's the thing that I love about Santa Claus. So, for one, I am now old enough and mature enough to completely understand and completely be okay with telling people, I think I believed in Santa Claus until I was about 14 years old. I also don't remember how long I believed in Santa Claus. Like I, I, I tried to keep that part of my innocence for as long as possible. And that probably has to deal with trauma, but we won't get into that. <laughs> anyway okay we so the idea of santa claus in comic books because like i said i want a power rangers crossover with claus written by grant morrison with dan mora still on art because dan mora has done power rangers and he also does the claws uh uh comic with grant morrison so with the idea of santa claus in comics in marvel Santa Claus is an Omega level mutant. Yes. Omega level. In DC, he is a metahuman. He has teamed up with the Justice League, with mm-hmm. Superman, with the Teen Titans. Like he is a hero. It only makes sense for Santa Claus to team up with the Power Rangers. Of course. Like I think it would be awesome. And I will say we don't get a glimpse of anything awesome in the special, I, unfortunately. Um, so do you know what this reminds me of? I don't know if you remember this as a kid. Uh, so in the early nineties, Disney came out with this sing along and I had it on VHS I bought it for my grandmother on DVD when I immediately saw it at Walmart. It is this sing-along where these kids are going around Disney World or maybe Disneyland. I can't remember which one. But, like, the costume characters are, like, hanging out with them. Okay. And 
they're going on different rides and they're singing the songs that are relative to the different rides and the different genres of like the Halloween stuff and all, everything else. That's what this reminds me of because it is just like you said before we started recording. This is a giant Christmas ad. Yes. For Which is, the greatest hits. Yeah, it's not Christmas. bad. Like, the, I'm, I'm, especially this time of year, you turn on any radio station in any city, you're going to hear at least one Christmas song you want to hear. And one you, you like. Know, hold the phone. Oh, oh, the phone. oh, am I wrong here? No, no, no. I totally forgot. We are part of the Geek Ultimate oh. Alliance Network. <laughs> we just jumped into this and I understand that this is you know, we probably been drinking too much eggnog but I probably mean, not really because I don't drink eggnog sorry well, snob. who drinks eggnog I just don't. everything else what it's the stuff you put in the eggnog see well if if you, you had listened if, if you had listened to I think uh, the very beginning of December's uh, Marvel Alliance podcast uh, you would have heard the poll that Snell put out there for eggnog, and it was literally 50-50. Like yes, people hate I eggnog and people love eggnog. Um, I I I loved eggnog as a kid. I can't drink it now. I don't know why. I maybe I just haven't tried hard enough. I I'll be know. honest, I don't think I've ever actually had eggnog. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. But yes, we are yeah. a part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network with a plethora of shows Monday through Sunday. Uh, of course. We have the World's Finest True Believers. We have the DC Alliance. We have the Marvel Alliance. We have the Ranger Alliance. We have the Slice of Film. We have the superhero discussions along with the DC and Marvel Roundup on Saturday and Sunday. And by this time, we actually don't have Star Wars Alliance anymore, which is which is kind of sad, I think. Well, I think by this time, right? I mean, not on Sundays anymore. I think not on Sundays, but it but it will be back on it'll be back on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. Like you made that made out like Katie was leaving. Like this no, is no, 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 me. What's no, going on? No, we don't have we don't have, uh, we don't have Mandalorian Star- anymore. We don't have Mandalorian anymore. Yeah. That's what I should have said. We don't have there Mandalorian anymore, which is a little sad. Yes, but you know we get to rejoice in everything that was Mandalorian, cool. and we we of course have season three to look forward to next exactly. Year. So and maybe or in twenty twenty two the. Oh god, I hope not. I said maybe like the uh, the rebel spinoff, but whatever. Uh, you know, we'll get there when we, we get there. We 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 talk like we have actually know what December twenty fourth looks like when uh, we are actually breaking the fourth wall here. We are recording this a little bit ahead of time, but I digress. So, and of course, we have the Patreon. The Patreon does support the show. Uh, and of course, it does keep the morphing grid stable because we all know what happens when it's not stable or even shattered. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and jump again into this episode of okay. the Christmas special. This Christmas special, by the way, is titled Alpha's Magical Christmas. Now, the summary of this special says uh, Billy. Uh, Kimberly and Tommy uh, try to support Alpha on his lonely Christmas, and that is not that's the summary. I okay. I think that's what I, I saw it. I saw it online. The summary has it that Billy, Kimberly, and Tommy try to warm Alpha up to the idea of having Christmas, 
And they don't even show up until the very end. Yeah, I'll say that they only watch the last five minutes of the show. And I guess, like, oh, so. hey, they're singing to help to, so, to cheer up Alpha. They're but the main we, part. We get this. We get this idea that the Rangers are helping Santa, like we said. Mm-hmm. And when we see it, we see it really early on in the very like first few minutes. We see the Rangers with the Green Ranger. Yes. Just remember that. Just remember yeah. that. Remember that. So. Then we have Alpha being all depressed. He's alone on Christmas. Sad day. And then Zordon's like, you know what? I actually have a gift for you. An early Christmas gift for you. Before that, before you get to that part. Yes, Alpha's all sad. And then Zordon's like, oh, you know, it's just this Christmas. Whatever should be Christmassy. Alpha's like, you're right. We need like the 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 tinsel and we need the uh, garland oh yeah the lights and everything and then, else. Yeah, like yeah. they they're there and then alpha does some magic hoodoo over it which so i'm i'm looking at like oh they really did a bad job with their editing on this one because <laughs> he does them his magic fingers or whatever the heck he does onto the garland which is already there yeah and then yeah. Then Zordon chastises Alpha for not having a Christmas tree. Oh, only, yeah, that's right. That's only right. Uh-huh. to then give him his Christmas present, which is a Christmas tree. Yep. He he does have a Christmas tree now. And then he gives him an early Christmas gift, which is children. This is quite possibly the most terrifying part of the entire special because it's just like three children at first. And the way they show it is you see like this house, right? And then you see this white light coming out of it and you're like, Oh crap. What is that? Like, what is going on? Like, what is, is Zordon taking from this house? And then it magically pops into the command center and you see children. And my first thought was, holy crap, Zordon just kidnapped three children. Yep. They all group hug uh, Alpha. And then more children come out. Mm -hmm. And my thought was, oh, crap, he's stealing even more children. And then they group hug. And then after that group, and then after that group hug, there's even more children. And I'm like, Zordon, you're stealing children on Christmas Eve. This is not okay. This it is not okay. It reminds me of you. You've watched South Park, right? Yes. There's an episode where Twitch, I think it's like one of the Twitch centric episodes where he is going with this, this guy uh, and the guy showing him around town and, and all the magical things that are going on with, with all of Twitch's friends, then the cops show up and it's like, all right, Bob or whatever, we got you now. It's like, oh man, I could have had this kid finally. It's like, what? Oh, this is literally what Zordon did. He's kidnapping kids, but packaging it as, oh, this is a fun, festive time. You guys are all happy. You just kidnapped me, dude. What? <laughs> now, I will say, did Zordon's voice sound a little weird to you? I didn't notice it, but he didn't talk as much. Like it, no, it was no. very alpha centric. So it I was very alpha centric. I, I didn't uh, notice anything different with Zordon. Not saying it 
there wasn't anything different. I just didn't notice it. But this so is also with, on YouTube with some of these ripped version from their their uh, DVD that they put on YouTube. So very very true. I could not find this anywhere other than YouTube. Yeah, um, I was even like willing to like rent it on Amazon, and they just didn't have it. So uh, we see uh, all these kids doing like crafts for Christmas. Um, I completely forgot how popular in the '90s the like popcorn necklaces were. Yeah, well, yeah, you think about, um, what was it, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas stuff, and I yeah. believe the popcorn uh, string, whatever, was was still yeah. cool was, back in the 60s, but, so the fact yeah. that it still made it to the 90s is, I guess, good? It, it, I mean, it's it's interesting, for the fact that it actually, yeah, so yeah. You, you see all these different things, and then, of course, this is where the singing starts. Yep. Now... I told you that the Christmas special was a bit cringe. <laughs> and one thing is, it sounds like a whole bunch of kids doing Christmas carols. Okay, you know, it's it's the it's Christmas season, but if you listen closely, you hear Alpha's voice. Yes. In the middle of all the singing. Yep. So I'm like, I don't know if that's a good editing thing or if it just became annoying to me because um, you get the alpha voice singing, you I know, I think somebody just, they were trying to turn it down and somebody was like, no, no, we got to turn it up. No, no, turn it down. No, turn it up. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I heard that. Uh, there was one, one part, I think in between songs, uh, one of the kids asks alpha if Santa will come visit her house and alpha responds, Santa visits all good children. He does, or yeah, he does not say. <laughs> he doesn't clarify. Kid. He doesn't yes. clarify. Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna get presents. You're, you, yeah. It, like, it leads me to assume this kid is not good. <laughs> Just saying. Oh man, and I I understand. I get it. I get it. This is the very tropey, like just all out Christmas thing. The one thing is they talk about Christmas cookies though. Yeah. And out of nowhere, like Alpha just like grabs something and he just has cookies. Like um, like just like that were just baked. At at this point in watching it, I'm you you're right. It's very cringe heavy. At, now that we're watching it, yes, it's very cringe heavy. If I was I guess this would have been 94, I think when this one came out, I could be wrong, I can't remember. I would have been 11, maybe 12. Um, I would have loved to be on that set, you know, like that would have been awesome oh, looking yeah, at it, but looking at it now, like, oh, this is, this is bad, but I would have been so in the, so in the nostalgia right there. So in the, like, as everything's going, I would have been happy. So that's the thing. Okay. So the big thing for me was the fact that. These children knew Zordon and they knew Alpha. And in my mind, you're you're right because this this does take place further than where we are currently in reviewing these episodes. Yeah. Tommy has already been introduced and as I think the there Green is Ranger as the Green Ranger. Green and Ranger. I and and I think there is an episode or two where Alpha has made it out into the world. Yes. He whether it be in Angel Grove or wherever, you know, the show majority takes place in Angel Grove. So 
he has gone outside of the command center. So I can understand maybe one individual knowing who Alpha is. The whole point of being Power Rangers and keeping secrets and everything else is because a giant floating head is out of the social norm. (laughs) And these kids are just like, hey, Zordon, what's up? Like, how how do they know? How? And I understand, guys. I understand. Like I said, we were going to ruin Christmas for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. So I, I just like. Look, there's a reason why this is not in the seasons on Netflix and on YouTube. <laughs> just, 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 just throw it out there. Let's be honest. So, so after the whole cookie thing and everything else, the the kids actually get to look at the viewing globe and they see Santa and they see the Rangers. And Santa actually talks to them through the viewing globe. So Santa only wants to doesn't want to be seen when he wants to be seen, like. He he's try always tries to hide away from kids. Kids are not supposed to see him unless exactly. we want them to. Exactly. So we 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 basically just see them saying, "Hey, we're working very hard. You know, I uh, hope to see you soon when I go get all the presents." Blah 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 blah. So again, more songs ensue, and then they sing the song, "I'll be home for Christmas," and this is where we get the montage of the show. Well, okay. So they, they're looking into the viewing globe as they're singing this. Yes. So we see the first image is the power Rangers. And so my assumption is as this montage is happening, it's happening in the viewing globe with these kids watching. Yes. Right. Is that the yes. that's not how you took it? Okay. Yes. So the very first thing that they see is the red ranger, the pink ranger, the blue ranger, the black ranger, the yellow ranger, and the white ranger. Yep. Yep. I'm you so heard that right, confused. Guys. I am so confused. And not only that. Not only that, if you look in the background, you also see Rocky, you see Adam, Mm -hmm. and you see Aisha. Yep. So their identities. Well, it's it's, it's not the fact that they are Power Rangers. You just now see that they know who the Power Rangers are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm But we see the White Ranger. What what, what does the White know, Ranger do? What do do do? What does he do? Clay, I mean, when when the White Ranger shows up, what what happens when? What in this viewing globe? Or, yeah. Oh, he took off his freaking yeah. helmet. <laughs> and then you get a clip show of everybody with their and more people take off their helmets. Yeah, like, and we see more. We we see. The the kids have to understand that these are probably all Power Rangers. Like I am currently watching this right now. I was about as to say, we're it talking. Like you were. And yeah, like yes, we see majority of the time the Power Rangers having their helmets on, but we see a lot of these random kids or teenagers hanging out these, with Alpha twenty and, year old teenagers. Now I I will say this: do do these kids at this point just think like? 
oh, you know what? There's a whole bunch of people that get to hang out with Zordon and Alpha and the Power Rangers. These kids just know who the Power Rangers are. I mean, that would work until we see Tommy take off his helmet. Like he totally takes off his helmet. So the white Ranger no longer has a secret identity. Not at least not with these kids. So yeah. But at the same time, we just saw the green Ranger helping Santa Claus. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. That confused me too. Because also, because we, 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 we are nearing the end of this episode. Okay. We are nearing the end. Everybody says goodbye. Oh, well, hold to... on, hold on. You've got the 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 riddle, or the was it the riddle? Yeah, that the kids say to uh, to Alpha. Um, it says the riddle is, it doesn't need batteries and will never oh, wear yeah. out, and you can take it where you like. Um, they said it's love. I'm pretty sure they meant to say a dildo because you could. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ruining your Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Oh my God. And I killed Clay. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I I did not know where you were going with that. I, I did a not. Bad joke. Look, I had, the, I, I, had the, I had the speed racer joke in the last episode. This is what you this is what you get from me, okay? But so okay, so these these kids say, okay, we're gonna give you love for Christmas. They sing their last song as they're leaving and then, into the van. Yep. As as they're leaving, does, are they leaving okay. in a van? No, they're not, they're it, walking into that the light, which it definitely okay. looked like they were being led off to slaughter. But whatever. It that's the first time we see a door. To yeah. the yeah. actual well, freaking command center. Because I think it's behind the uh, the actual, um, what's that called? Display that they no- we normally look yeah. at. So we don't actually yeah. see it. Uh-huh. Interesting. It looks very ominous how they're all just walking out into That's the That's what fog. I'm saying. They're going to go get killed. They go to a slaughterhouse. So, yeah. so we see... Although Billy, I, am, I am happy that they left um, and then the Power Rangers showed up. So I know that's where you're getting at. However, again, and this is go, breaking the fourth wall with the episode. If I was one of those kids and I was told, oh, hey, you could be on a Power Rangers episode. Come come join us. And I don't get to meet any Power Rangers. I'd be mad. Oh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. I'm sure they did like, behind backstage. I'm, but yeah. But we, we see. uh Billy, Kimberly, and Tommy teleport into the command center. Mm-hmm. Tommy is the Green Ranger. Yep. Yeah. And they wanted to say, hey, we just wanted to make a quick stop to say hi to everybody. Uh, there's Nobody's there except for... But also, I think if they were to see a whole bunch of kids in the command center, they would have been like, Alpha, what the hell? <laughs> It's like, oh, so we're we're letting letting just anybody in here, huh? Okay. So, so they say, you know, we just wanted to say hi. Uh, the other Rangers wanted to say hi as well, but they couldn't, so they left a little message. We see Adam, Aisha, and Rocky saying "Merry Christmas," yep. 
And then there's this really cringy dialogue of like, basically like Tommy, Kimberly and Billy, like start to break the fourth brawl, like the fourth wall. Yeah. And like give like the tis the season type thing. And then they all break into song. Well, I I like that. They're like, Oh, we've got to go back. Help. We got to go. We can't stay. We have to leave to go help Santa. Santa. But hey, we can sing a song real quick. We all have time. One to, more song. To 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 generate snow inside the command center and sing a song. Again, Alpha's got magic powers and, now. And the thing is, I think it's actually them singing. It because Tommy sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, is that it, somebody with the, the volume button just up, down, up, down, up, down? And here's the thing. I know Amy Jo Johnson does not sound all that bad because she writes her own music. She actually has an album out there. If anybody wants to go buy it, I don't know what the album is, but I've heard her sing on her live streams and everything else. So I know she probably doesn't sound bad, but when they have a close up on, on Jason David Frank, as they are singing, you can clearly hear it is his voice and it does not sound great. And then we get another clip show of all the random characters uh, of Rangers throughout the, what would have been, I guess the second season, second or so third season. My, I think it's the second season. Yeah. Because my guess is production wise, this was right at the time that Zach, Jason and Trini left before Rocky, Adam and Aisha officially joined because the outfits that they had were the same outfits in that first episode they introduced. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we have to have something in between. You guys are still on contract. Let's do this Christmas episode. Yep. So. Yep. And then Alpha basically just says, thanks for coming. Good night and Merry Christmas. And that is the end of the special. Yeah. Whew. Oh, that was that was a rough 23 minutes, dude. <laughs> it, OK, again, it's just a giant commercial for Christmas songs. Fine. Great. Whatever. It wasn't needed. It really wasn't needed. I almost I almost want. So let me look this guy's name up. I, I know that I follow him on Twitter. What is the dude's name? Uh, Jonathan. Into Entwistle. Jonathan Entwistle. Okay. If you I'm I'm speaking to you directly, sir, so you better be listening to this Christmas episode of this podcast. You may have to tag him. I know, for real. If you are in fact writing a series, which I totally suspect this series to be on Netflix, because Boom Studios has recently done a uh, contract with Ooh. Netflix. Um, I think that was uh, sometime last year that that was announced. Um, it might have been really early on this year. I think you're right. But wasn't Magic Order the f- part of that? Or was that? No. M- Magic Order is part of the Millar verse. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, he just died. Yeah. Okay. My bad. S- but, uh, but Boom Studios recently did a uh, you have a couple dogs. Oh, I, he's been barking like crazy. I just <laughs> so, I was hoping it would uh, pick it, up. It, 
It, it's fine. So, Jonathan, it was so if you were in fact doing a Netflix show for Power Rangers, and because, like we said in the last episode, that this show will be aimed towards children, if for any chance you decide to do a Christmas episode, do not watch this for <laughs> inspiration. Do not watch this for inspiration. In fact, in fact, I would say read Klaus and then read like some Power Rangers and then convince Grant Morrison to help you on a really crazy freaking <laughs> script for a Christmas episode. It'd be cool because I can just imagine. So imagine this somehow, some way, because I know once the green Ranger is a part of the show, everybody was going to want to follow what the green Ranger does. Blah, 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 blah. I don't understand the immense love for the green Ranger. I just don't. I'm sorry, but he's not even there very long, but whatever. Sorry. Imagine the green Ranger somehow falling into time. When Santa Claus was young. Oh, okay. They have a small little adventure. Of course, it's a confrontation because Claus doesn't know anything about Power Rangers in the future. And but maybe he does because of Zordon, because of how old that whole thing. You know, Rita, ten thousand years. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Anything's possible. But imagine, imagine they take the route. Of Rita being the old Green Ranger. He sees the Green Ranger. Klaus in Grant Morrison's run is almost a sword bearing barbarian. Yeah. Like he immediately starts to attack the Green Ranger. They become friends. And then in the future, they team up with Santa Claus. And Tommy comes up to him and says, Hey, it's been a while. And you get like this, like small little connection between yeah. Tommy and Santa Claus. That would be so freaking awesome, dude. Be I'm okay sorry, that. it would be cool. The monster they have to face though is somebody it has to be cramped. Give me a freaking script <laughs> and a contract. I will write this script for you. I love guys. it. I love it. I, I awesome. want it. I I think it would work out wonderfully. I I don't know why. They don't have a Christmas special on, you know, the because, you know, you see Marvel do it. You see DC do it. A winter special every yeah. single year. Yeah, I would love a Power Rangers Christmas special. Well, and are you just talking comic book, comic book form? Or are you talking at all? Because I'm pretty sure some of I think when when Power Rangers went to Nickelodeon, they've had Christmas specials. Yes, they they they, in fact, have Christmas specials. Uh, I've looked it up. We will eventually. Um, I don't think we will jump the gun and start jumping seasons to do those Christmas specials in the future. I think if anything, um, this was a very just unique position for us to be on our very first yeah. few months of the show. It just it, happened to fall it, on it, Christmas it, Eve. It, it, it yeah. happened to fall on Christmas Eve. It happened to be within the Mighty Morphin, you know, seasons. So we decided to do it this year. Um, we don't know how that will end up, you know, in the future. Maybe we can do like a small little review of maybe a movie or or, or whatnot, or it, it all depends. We we'll will get there. When, we will get there when we get there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know, I did in fact see that there is a long list of uh, Christmas specials later on in the seasons, like you said, with Nickelodeon. But I would love to see a comic book Christmas special. Okay. Um, with with the Rangers, I think it would be really really fun, and I. I don't know how long I have to yell until I'm blue in the face, but I genuinely think 
a Power Rangers Klaus crossover would be absolutely amazing. I mean, we've got the Power Rangers Justice League crossover, Power Rangers TMNT crossover. It's only a matter of time, I think. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. So it it, it really, really is. But with that, guys, uh, thank you so much again. Merry Christmas to everybody. Oh, so you want to go? You want to go to the commercial now before we do uh, the the comics, or we are going to go ahead and talk about the comics right now. Let's go ahead and do our ad break. I almost completely forgot about the comics. To be completely honest, that's fair. That's fair. But we will go ahead and do that right now. Um, of course, we do not uh, choose the ads. Man, imagine if we did choose the ads. I wonder what. Like I, I feel like Snell would like troll everybody with the <laughs> amount of ads, like because he Dude. apparently gets he gets like the complete opposite ads as us. Like I, well, like every single every- week he's like, oh yeah, I got Popeyes. Oh yeah, I got this or I got this, and we're getting like just horrendous ads. I think now, there was one episode when I listened to World's Finest True Believers, I got the same episode about a podcast about jeans four times in a row. In See that's, that's the that's the one thing that I that I personally don't like about ads, like even on Hulu and ev- everything else, it's the exact same ad, like verbatim, like yeah. one after the other, and it's just like, what did you not think I was paying attention the first time? Well, I wasn't. Thanks for you know yeah, showing now me I up am. like that. Now I, now you got to show me four more times. So, okay, exactly. So skip, skip, skip. we do not we we do not no do not skip the ads because they do help <laughs> the network they do help our show. But Nathan uh, says I will he, say anyway. if you, you need to stop it. <laughs> if you in fact do not like ads and you would like to listen to our shows without ads, you can always join the Patreon. So go ahead and check that out. Um, but yeah, we do not choose the ads. We do not choose the volume on those ads. So I will give you a three count, and we will go on. Into the books. Ready? Three, two, one. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So, Joe, finally... We are going to be talking about issue number two of Mighty Morphin mm-hmm. and Power Rangers. So I want to jump right into this because with, with issue one of both of both series, well, with yeah, with with a franchise series, whatever, mm-hmm. it is plastered on the front page or the, the front cover of this issue of Mighty Morphin, the Green Ranger. I do like that picture too. It's really we nice. Have, dude, I love these connective 
these connected. Now you showed off your awesome connected covers. I literally now, just picked in, that in up our, in our group chat today. Yeah. And I'm whenever I get my wall situated again, that's going up on the wall with like my secret empire books, my deceased co- connecting covers and, and all that. So, so nice. I showed, I showed you a while back. There was a really awesome cover that I wanted. It was Jason's Omega red Ranger. That was like, almost like almost like old school samurai type uh, art. And like, he was half morphed and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got it. Nice. It arrived. It, it arrived today, and not only is it just majestic, it's a holographic cover. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That looks sweet, man. It not looks so good. It looks so good. But uh, so I love these connected uh, covers that they have because I can promote them. I can put the two images together uh, in my little app that I have on my phone. Yeah, sadly, and, dude, it, it, it cuts off a little bit of it, but dude, it it like. I it takes me five minutes, like literally all of five minutes. And people are like, oh, five minutes isn't long. Count to five yeah. minutes. Count to five minutes. After podcasting for so long, 30 seconds I thought wasn't long until you try to fill up 30 seconds of dead air. It's like, yeah. oh wow. It is so long. It so really five minutes to put these two images almost like exactly mm-hmm. together. Oh my gosh, it's such a pain. But it's so worth it when I actually finally do it. And if they so, keep with these covers for both Mighty Morphin and for Power Rangers, I mean, we got our cover page, our cover photo for mm, ever. Exactly. It's going to be so good. Dude, I love this opening scene. This opening scene on Mighty Morphin deals with, uh, I always forget his name, uh, uh, Zofram? That, yeah, Zofram. So, yeah. Zofram is what I'm going to... This guy, so... I was talking to some people, Jake from not from State Farm, but from our <laughs> uh, from one of the hosts for Ranger Alliance. He immediately texted me uh, when this issue came out, when he was finished reading, because also just like the Mandalorian that we were talking about right before we started recording. Uh, I also wait until 2 a.m. to read this book. <laughs> But every you're single also, time I you're also, that's your your schedule like i'm yeah I'm I, I get up by 9 9 p.m because yeah. i'm an old man yeah i i i get off at like 11 30 p.m and so i just have to like fiddle on my phone mm-hmm. until it's time to read so i read these books immediately and so jake texted me the next morning and was like dude i think i have some theories mm-hmm. and so he feels that Zofram and the council will probably have some sort of beef, some sort of bad vibes towards Zordon. Don't know exactly how he's how he's connecting the two the two dots, but maybe something happens. But this entire conversation, I believe, is the stepping stone to the creation of of the Power Rangers. I agree. Especially after I reread it for like the third time. Uh, it's Zolfram is talking about how we need to go out to other worlds that Dark Spectre is coming across and we need to help protect them. And I think the elders or, or what they say, something along the lines of, you know, they're, we're already kind of 
few and far between. We we can't we don't want a conquest. And Zolfram is saying it's not conquest. This is literally literally survival. If we get these people, these planets on our side now, we won't have to fight them when Dark Spectre comes through and takes yeah. them just takes them over. So yeah, I can definitely I definitely agree with you guys that he's this is the beginnings of the maybe not the morphing grid, but definitely the beginnings of the Rangers. Of yes. Rangers in general. I I I truly believe because the day this came out, I've been using like all these freaking features on my iPhone and I am literally turning into an iPhone nut at this point. <laughs> but um, I used the the guided view on Comixology as well as the recording mechanism on my phone. And I made three separate videos talking about this one discussion. Interesting. Okay. And uh, I put it in as fleets. So they're all gone now. But um, the whole premise was like, oh, well, if they're not going to fight, who could fight for them? Wink, wink. And, you know, oh, if only there was a power strong enough to create beings that could help them out. Wink, wink. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is totally like they may not be thinking about it immediately now as they're talking in this discussion. But I do believe Zofram will either confront Zordon and the council with saying, hey, this is my idea. Because we saw in issue number one of Mighty Morphin that Zordon is a warrior. I think Zordon will be the guinea pig for the first ranger. And I can definitely, I can agree with you on that one. Having... as we know right now, Zordon has never, and I'm using air quotes that one, never been a ranger. Now, in the 2017 movie, he was the Red Ranger. He was leading the team that Rita was also a part of. Yes. So I can definitely see him being, maybe not getting, maybe he's volunteers. Maybe he volunteers and the the council and Zolfram kind of doesn't like his, where he's going, where he's being a little bit too conservative with who he helps. Versus going to help everybody. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we then move to the command center uh, with Kimberly and Billy, Zordon and Alpha. Mm -hmm. Uh, Billy is fixing up Zordon. So this is immediately, they're still playing off. Yeah. They're, uh, they're still, yeah. Oh, sorry. They are uh, bouncing off of each other. So this is right after Power Rangers number one. Yep. Which really tells you you need to be buying both of these books. Yeah, how how uh what or Ryan yeah, Ryan Parrott. Yeah. No, yeah. How he said that um oh yeah, you can just follow the one series, you don't need to follow the other one. I mean you don't because he they do explain what happened, but at the same time, it's better to have the whole story. Exactly. Come yeah. on, Ryan. What are you thinking? And, but I mean it's it's PR. Like the, I did. Not, so but this is a side of Zordon that I don't think we have ever seen. He's angry. Mm-hmm. This is like, I think we've seen him upset. Sure. During Shattered Grid and in the issues before, like that is, you know, that is something that, you know, just is normal for people with 
empathy and people with emotion have. Mm-hmm. But this, we've never seen him use this kind of emotion towards the Rangers. Well, he's also using it towards, yeah. And I guess like he, he's, he's angry Rangers. at, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's angry yeah. at Jason. And I equated it to like a father angry at his son. This, this is not that. This is just like, he feels betrayed and he is like, hey, I'm going to call whoever I need to and we are going to get them back here. Anybody and everybody. Yep. He is an enemy of the state, basically. And that's kind of terrifying. Like, is this going to eventually be the Mighty Morphin Rangers versus the Omega Rangers? I could see that down the line. Uh, that could definitely be. Maybe that's the the crossover they'll have because you know they're gonna have a crossover. At oh yeah, time. eventually. Yeah, they have to. Um, that could. I could see that, like the galaxy versus the Omega. Like yeah, yeah. It's 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 gonna be very very interesting. But uh, we then get at Angel Grove, all the Rangers, you know, hanging out at the gym. Can 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 I can I ask now? I've played pickup basketball before, but usually with an even number of people. Um, why is it that Rocky, Adam, and Tommy are just playing? And who's Tommy Garden? Like, I, I, it's one of those things where he's they're all playing, and that's fine. But if Tommy is, on, unless they're playing like 21 or something, and yeah. they're all against each other. But I, I just, I thought that was funny. It, it's. It's it is a little it looks a little funny. Yeah. But anyway, continue. These guys are not very happy with Jason either. You know? And they're more so, of course, they're upset about the fact that they did this for Draken. Like Well, not only that, they're also upset that they were there playing with them, having fun with them, just getting they haven't seen each other in a while and they were planning this the entire time. That's what they said. That's what, that's what they are getting at. And we know that's not the case. It's not like, Hey, they didn't plot this from the moment they were in space coming down and saying, Hey, we're going to kidnap Lord. Correct. Had because Rocky, they didn't know. Had Rocky not said anything. No, exactly. No, fine. He, they came to Zordon for advice and then they found out about this prize. So, yeah, so of course we also get Bulk and Skull. Um, before, uh, before you get there, though, um, Billy makes a good point of how, like, I can I can understand, you know, them trying to keep secrets. It, it, it makes sense, and he's in my eyes, he's referred to the fact that he is helping Grace uh, with that green protocol that we found out in issue fifty five of the past last series. Um, and then Tommy kind of jumps on him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think Billy knows who who the Green Ranger is, and I think we might get a little bit more into that later. But I, I think so. He, and he, and here's and here's another thing: like we, you know, bringing up Grace is a very good point because she hasn't been a player since issue fifty five. We haven't seen her since fifty five, correct? Yeah. So, you know. From what I remember, Grace is basically like the way she explained it to Billy was like, 
I'm going to be picking a Green Ranger, and they're going to be under my wing. Mm-hmm. They're going to play by my rules and everything else like that. Yep. So, but, but Billy has a knowledge of it because I think he helped put that protocol or at least that program. Yeah, with exactly. Which makes me question my theory, my new theory for the Green Ranger. Well, you still pull the theory. Like, I, no, no, we will still talk about it. We will definitely still talk about it. So, of course, we have Bogan Skull. Uh, Skull is, you know, practicing on a dummy, trying to do some karate. And, you know, Bulk is like, what's going on? Like, why are you so upset? And Skull is like, it's Candace. I think she's seeing another guy. Mm-hmm. And Bulk gets pissed. This yeah. is the bromance that you all need. Yeah. This, this is bro- also. Oh, go I ahead. Go ahead. This is this is the Balkan Skull I like. The Balkan Skull that we've been seeing on the our rewatch of the Mighty Morphin. I remember it, but I don't remember it being that one-sided. Uh, I just started, I'm trying to watch along with you guys as we're <laughs> recording. And yeah. I know uh, you're recording with Tony of 789 is coming up. Or no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, 10, 11, 12, whatever. Yeah. 10, 11, 12. We did, we did seven and nine. Yeah. Correct. Um, and in that, in number 10, they're coming in for Zach's birthday and like they're getting, again, they're getting picked on. They're getting bullied yeah. by the Rangers. So that it, that upsets me. Seeing these guys here in the in the comic, it makes me happy because yeah, they are the quote unquote bullies, but they're still people. Like they're still looking out for each other and they're best friends. It's also a very uh telling of bulk that as much as he does not like Candace, he also knows how much Skull and Candace care for each other. And he wants his best friend to be happy. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Like, like I said, this is the bromance that you all need. Like, mm-hmm. find a bromance like Bulk and Skull. But we have new villains. Well, new creatures. These guys are badass. These guys. Now, of course, this is clearly due to the fact that Lord Zed has a new power. Mm-hmm. But Fenster has created uh, Chompers, Putty Chompers. Yep. And what's the other one? Putty, Putty Piercer. These guys are so cool. Yeah. Now, people are like, oh, well, what's the difference? They're just putties. The thing is, we got putties when we were kids. Of just your generic whatever. And then Zed buffed them up by having the self destruct. He buffed them up by having a self destruct button in the middle of their chest. Like, (laughs) it it didn't work. (laughs) So, not wrong. (laughs) So, having these guys and giving them specific powers, like, it is such a cool development yes in the villain's creativity especially the power is lore too so yeah so i think it's very very cool finster looks actually menacing with all these things behind him and then zed's like okay they're cool and all but let me beef them up and then he gives them a power up that we don't see nope not right away now these rangers are going to this festival right Mm mm-hmm 
And I saw you wanted to say something. What's up? Um, well, I'll say after we get the reveal because we're. I want to jump back to some of these pictures. Uh, but once we get the reveal, I'll, I'll okay. I'll tell you. So they, you know, we just see our rangers doing their ranger thing, just you know, hanging out, being friends. Yeah. And you know, Kim is you know just wanting to be a normal girlfriend for once. You know, she's not wanting to like think about anything too heavy. And she just wants to relax, have fun. Okay, that's totally reasonable. Bulk and Skull, they're on a mission. They need to find Candace, you know? But Candace comes in out of nowhere, running for her dear life, yep. and bumps into Rocky. Now, there's a piece of dialogue that I will mention later <laughs> um, that he says to her, and she's like, no, you don't understand. Something's wrong. And this is where we see Bulk and Skull. They immediately assume that Rocky is the guy that she's hanging out with. And I'm just like, oh no, we don't need this right now. We do yeah. not need this right now. Like, yeah, because I don't know if we I don't know if we mentioned that. I may have we may have just overlooked it because I went into my diatribe of Bulk and Skull, but Bulk was was trying to beef himself. Or I'm sorry, Skull was trying to practice fighting because he thinks Candace is cheating on him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we mentioned that. I think I well, look, seeing another guy, you know, same thing. Uh, but this is where we see one of those beefy chompers, or not even a chomper. I don't know which well, one he, this is. What does he call it? Well, because he he doesn't amp up those guys. He basically destroys them and makes new creatures out of them. Uh, and they were called the Chaos Putties, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Which is this thing looks so cool? Has the green energy. Yeah. All around them. I will admit, though, I was a little disappointed in not having a giant morphing sequence like we usually have. It was just one small panel, and then they were off to fighting. But they're also morphing in front of people. So, because they're. Yeah, and I would, I would assume it's more of like everybody's like amidst the chaos, everybody's like running away. Um, sure. But at the same time, we, yeah, I, I just want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. It is very noticeable that they morphed in the middle of everybody. Yeah. Um, but this putty is actually putting in the work. And it's just one of them. Yeah. One it's putty. just one putty takes, takes them the whole all team. down. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, here comes our Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Seems that he is, or let me just say, they are, you know, keeping up on their own. And it looks awesome. But this putty eventually shocks the Green Ranger. And then we basically end with Zed turning the entire festival into chaos putties. Yeah. With the Green Ranger completely unconscious. That's where we're leaving this one off. So, myself, Tony, and I don't know if Jake feels this way, but we all talked. Like, we made sure to wait until everyone was finished. We're respectable in that way. We were like, hey, finish issue number two of Mighty Morphin, and I want to talk some business. And we're like, okay, we wanted to wait. So, I have a new theory of who the Green Ranger is. And that theory is Candace. Now, I understand 
we kind of stumbled upon this new thing of like, hey, Grace is the one that's in charge. So that kind of throws a little bit of a needle in my theory. But let's say that Ryan Parrott accidentally forgot about that one minor detail. Let's just say, because I forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) If Candace was on a mission to protect Eltar, what does she have other than being an alien to protect Eltar? She would need something. Wouldn't you think? Correct. That something being a part of the morphing grid, being a ranger, being the green ranger. And I say this because for the most part, you know, other than you throwing a hole in my theory, but (laughs) I didn't think Candace and the green ranger were anywhere near each other at the same time. So I was like, okay, they're not, you you see them, you don't see them at the same location at the exact same time. Which automatically means they're the same person. Exactly. (laughs) But then also, just because I know Ryan, like, I feel like Ryan is like, I'm going to fuck with Clay right now. I'm going to fuck with him right now. I'm going to write this into my script. And Candace runs and bumps into Rocky. And Rocky says, hey, Candace, uh, you're looking a little green. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, And I'm like, this can't be coincidence. Like, why are you doing to like, why? So So the the funny thing is when you, when you got a hold of us all last week, when the issue came out and was like, all right, I've got, there's one thing, a dialogue that I think Ryan is just fucking with us. Um, I thought it was when Adam just playfully said in the gym, Oh, maybe there's two of them because it's still a possibility. There could be two of them. Yeah. It, after rereading 55, uh, it's probably just the one. But um, I seem to still be the lone ones thinking that it is Matt, who is the Green Ranger. I am, I'm not against the idea of Candace. Uh, it, yeah. it, the possibility is there. She has got the knowledge. She also has being uh, an Altarian, Altarian, whatever you, however you want pronounce their race yeah i mean she is able to see that everybody at the uh the festival was not human or at least a good portion of them were not human putties in disguise um which also i want to go back to what i was going to point out before if you look at when the rangers first show up at the festival and then from that point forward there is and I'm, i'm sure this is just how the art is Take it for what it is. But in every single panel, there is somebody in the background that is just staring at them. Staring in that direction. So it kind of... Uh, like there's... The guy in the back left is staring at the group. And then the guy in the like the Hawaiian shirt in the back, red Hawaiian shirt in the back, staring at Tommy and Kim. And then Candace comes through and you got the guy right over her right shoulder staring at her. With a green shirt. And then the guy with the green shirt in the next one staring like it just it was interesting yeah. could be nothing but um yeah no I, 
obviously Candace being an Altarian is already she's connected with these guys and she knows she has to know these guys are Power Rangers. Oh yeah. Um, I I 100% believe that she knows the identities of the Rangers. Yeah. So tying into that theory, my idea was that if Candace is the green Ranger, she probably you know because she is on a mission she's probably not going to stay on earth forever i would assume that she would pass down the ranger power that mm. being to matt if matt is not the green ranger right now okay cuz i eventually think matt is going to be the green ranger okay now, because that is our theory, and I think that we are firm in believing that, because I think it would be a waste to not use Matt as a ranger. Really I honestly be. think that it would be a waste. So, Ryan, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying that it needs to happen, but I'm saying it needs to happen, okay? But I I really enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed the art. Um, honestly, I feel like this art, especially the morphing sequence, how it's like all all white background was very reminiscent of like some old nineties comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, definitely. Like, yeah, the art's great. The action is great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really solid issue. Uh, it, it definitely helps continue this story that mighty Morphin is, is, is very intriguing on what Ryan Perry is doing. Um, I want to see what else is going on. And I think at one point, yeah, at one point this, uh, Billy kind of knows what's happening because when the, um, green ranger goes down, he rushes forward. They're supposed to be staying back in like not defensive positions, but supposed to be kind of like, wait and see green ranger goes down. Billy rushes. Yeah. Like like he is upset. Yeah. So, so this is where I think Billy knows who it is and is keeping it a secret. I mean, he's also keeping the secret the fact that he's working with Grace and has been since like issue forty. But yeah, I, I know for real. Like, he's been working with Grace for a while. Well, Grace, of course, was introduced very early on, yeah. like before Shattered Grid issue. Thirteen or fourteen, something like that. I can't remember. I exactly. think it's closer to about fifteen because issue twenty. Or twenty or twenty-one is the flashback issue where she was a Red Ranger. That was twenty. I thought that was thirteen or fourteen. Okay, no mind. No, 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 no. Because because issue twelve is still the Coinless Universe. Yeah, but you know what? That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I got the deluxe editions back there. I had <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So so I think that. Billy has always kind of been in Grace's pocket mm-hmm. just because she was part of the program that he was very much wanting to be a part of when, you know, in the very beginning of the series. So I like, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. So let's move on to issue number two of power Rangers. I, before you start, do you want to take a break? We've been gone for about a half hour and, if the next one takes about another half hour. Yeah, let's go ahead and we will go ahead and take one more uh, ad break. Of course, we do not control any of the ads. Dude, I've been getting some weird ads lately. Um, Dude, when, when I, now this is local to Indiana. 
Uh, uh-huh. Apparently, one of my ads was there's this nasal spray that if your friend ODs, you can use a nasal spray and revive them. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, admit, Dude, I was going to put that in the group chat, but. I got like. It, it was weird. I think I got like something like food wise, like random. And it was so weird. My, my job is like super loud. And so sometimes when I'm like traveling through the building, there's at some points that it's so loud that I can't even hear my headphones. So like I would go into one room mid advertisement and then come out the other room while a second advertisement has already started. And I'm yeah. just like, it feels like they both mat like mashed up together and it's just like that doesn't make any sense i don't know what you're selling me but yeah we're gonna take one quick ad break this will be the last one and then we're gonna be talking about power rangers number two all right i'm gonna give you a three count one two three and we are back so this took a turn that i was personally not expecting like at all yeah, this issue was uh, definitely different. Yeah, so Ryan Parrott himself said that he's going to take a different like turn for this story arc. Space vamps. I um when I first saw the guy, and I only say this because when I picked up my the issues today, uh, they gave me a free copy of King in Black because apparently the my store. Had a variant copy that um, was. <laughs> you thought it was null. <laughs> well, it looked like null, like it was dinged and dented. So I'm like, oh hey, it's the King of Black. This is awesome. He's making That's crossovers awesome. everywhere. That is great. But, uh, so only because it was right there, and then I read the issue, and I'm like, oh well, that's okay. Sure, why not? So but yeah, space vampires, like wow. Yeah. So the beginning of this issue opens up, of course, in the middle of the issue, which is great. I I, I love the like just the dramatized like aspects of the of the very first page, but essentially, basically, um, we get a conversation between Jason and Z talking about like what is the right choice that they need to be making in amidst all of this that's going on with Draken and now that Zordon like they have heard that Zordon is after them. Yeah. Like Zordon put out a distress call. Continuing so, from two, the events yeah. of two to here. So which is yeah. again, Ryan, why would you say you don't have to read both? <laughs> so eventually power goes out. They have to get these power cells and get them all to the main hull. And then people start to hear stuff. They're talking over the comms. And then, yeah, space vamps. <laughs> These things are so trippy because they can't be hurt physically. Like nothing is like, like nothing is hitting them. Yeah. It's all their weapons are passing through. Uh, there's, I feel like, and I can't remember that that giant cat. I can't remember that cat's name. But I feel like when that one showed up to save Zach, uh, it did do some damage. Uh, yes. Maybe maybe I was just being hopeful. I don't know. But, well, because even, even um, Jason, when he was getting his helmet sucked off, that sounds really bad, ripped off. There we go. That sounds better. Um, <laughs> he threw a punch that it knocked one of the space vamps back. Yeah. So I, it, it, 
the physics is just so weird. But then they, I think even Z said that they were phasing in and out of like a quantum field or something. And I'm just throwing out big words can make myself sound smart, but yeah. And it's, it's so weird. Like, because they said that they want to, they are clearly there to feed, you know, they're vampires. That's what, yeah. that's what they do. But we get this moment where they go after Draken almost specifically. And they say, what do they say? Um, we are hungry. And they say, you're the horrid. That's a kind of cool name. Yeah. They, they are called the horrid and they say his spirit tasted, uh, his spirit tastes of sorrow mm-hmm. and it's delicious. So I don't know if it's like based off of emotion, like that maybe is the reason why they can't hit them. Like maybe if they were super confident in themselves and not fearful, like some weird psychedelic stuff. I understand it's, it's out there. Well, no, that but makes sense. This is that a makes- different take of, of what Ryan is trying to do. So yeah, I, I, that's how I took it. And like this, this dude like basically is eating his spirit, his life energy of Draken and drags him off in the end and says, uh, you will give those who have hurt. Uh, oh, you will give us those who have hurt my children. Their life will give us strength. Then you will give us what all you promised. And of course, Draken is a coward. Like we know we, well, what we don't know is what happened from the uh, shattered grid one shot, the finale. Like we we know that he was in the morphing grid, yeah, and we saw him interacting with the white tiger spirit, and then one second they were gone, yeah, got it, and then exactly, and then the last thing we saw, like the the very next thing we ever saw of Draken, was him coming down to Earth on a freaking comet, like yeah. We do not know. We don't know what has happened in between. I mean, he had said that he saw one of the emissaries die. uh, Yes, he saw he saw the uh, imperial kill the red emissary. Like we know that, and that's it. And that's it. And we know that he isn't fully like how he used to be. He's not as strong as he once was. He's crazy. He's He's crazy. So like. He is clearly just trying to survive and spilling all this like, oh, I'll give you whatever you want. I can do this and do this. Mm-hmm. And now he's paying for it. So this is interesting. I literally don't know. Like I could tell you what I can expect from Mighty Morphin number two. I have no clue what to yeah. expect from this issue. And this is one of those where it's slow building and which isn't a bad thing. But I also feel like it's going to be better when the four issues are collected and they'll be able to tell uh, the the better story. Because, yeah, there's – I compared to the first issue where it was, all right, the, the Omegas come back to Earth. They find out Draken's there. Draken is a, a key player to help them. Well, we're going we're gonna to bust in, take them out. Okay, cool. That is a that, – that, that makes sense. And then we hop in here and it's like, all right, so our ship is being attacked. What are we going to do? Like, I, it, it's so roller coastery, I feel, 
that it, right now you just can't judge this issue by itself. I need I will, more context. Yes, but I will say if this is the first steps to separate the two books. Yes, this is perfect for that. This is perfect for that. Yeah. This is like, because like I said, this is out there. Like, <laughs> I Ryan Parrott, he, he's, I want to try to find the exact tweet. Because um, I was actually on my comic book Legion account when I uh, messaged him or when I replied to him. And he, he was account. You guys can't remember the password to. We found the password. Yay! We, we finally found it. And we were kind of just like, Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so he, he put out, he said, power Rangers number two is out today. Going to try something a little different with this arc. So I hope you enjoy it. And I responded with the alien and the Dracula emoji. And he said, <laughs> genius. And this is, this is different. It is. This is nothing. This is nothing like the, you know, other stories that we have seen from the Mighty Morphin TV show, from the comic. This fits very well with the idea of what the Omega Rangers are, which is something that I've always wanted since we got the Omega Rangers. Yeah, this this definitely works well in their world because if you think back to GoGo Power Rangers, which the last what 10 issues focused on the Omega um, or was it flipping back and forth? Whatever. The, when the Omega Rangers, Rangers showed up and they were focusing on yeah, that issue 30 or 30. No, wait, did it end on 30? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember if it, if Gogo was focusing on them or if they, they did. It was, it, issue it, was it like issue 24, 25. Okay. Either way, yeah. when as soon as Omega showed up, they're now in every other world where there's, Creatures are already out there versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and even Mighty Morphin, where it's like we've got our big bad Rita and or Zed, and they're going to create monsters for the Rangers to attack. Yeah. So having the Omega Rangers be their own thing, having Power Rangers go off on its own adventure for this, it works. Yeah. For, for that reasoning, it works. And yes, having these space vampires, alien vampires, show up, having them be their big bad for the first two arcs, okay, great. Um, you could not do this in, in Mighty Morphin. No. I don't think this would work in Mighty Morphin. And I wonder if this will be the first steps of like, like say, you know, the, let's say Jason confronts this leader and says, Hey, we're trying to go after the Imperials. And then they say, Oh, they're the race, the alien race that is destroying all of the universe. And they make an ally, like not necessarily an ally that will be on their ship. And, you know, it become like a firefly thing where everybody just like is, Hey, we're all part of a team now. No, <laughs> this is an ally that can help later on in the bigger fight a, a temporary truce if anything exactly yeah exactly so maybe that's how it's gonna go down i feel like that's gonna happen a lot with such a big enemy like the imperials i think they're going to need more people to help them because that they was will. the whole point of of, of needing draken 
Which is why I ultimately think this series of Power Rangers will eventually be the introduction to the Alien Rangers. I hope so. I really I, that's I that's what I think that they are going for. The Alien Rangers got so shafted in the, yeah, the they show. Did. Ten episodes, yeah. that's all they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I I liked it. Um, it, I, I, I liked it, but I still need to see more because it, it's one of those I'm liking it, but I'm putting it on hold because until I get more to the story, I can't fully commit to, to the story. So, yeah, but, uh, I think that is it. Thank you all for listening. We got our numbers for the first three episodes. Amazing numbers. Thank you guys so much for giving us a chance. Yeah, there is you. lots and lots of stuff being planned for 2021. Um, I will go ahead and say something that you guys can look forward to at the end of season one of Mighty Morphin is we're going to be reviewing the uh, fan made adult film. Uh, I think it was like a 18 or like an eight minute movie. It wasn't very long. I- it, w- it wasn't very long at all, um, but it, it was a fan made Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard like three people in the network already wanting uh, to be a part of it and right. wanted to talk about it even before uh, I made any official announcement. It'll be officially announced right now. So we are going to be talking about that at the end of season one of Mighty Morphin. Which I at think it's around September-ish. Yeah, it'll be September. around September. At the end of Mighty Morphin, before we go into Zia, we will be reviewing... Uh, the 2017 Mighty Morphin movie. Uh, We didn't want to do the original movie because we already did that for our announcement for the show anyway. So that's what we have in store. The next episode from this one will be uh, 10, 11, and 12. The next episode after that is 13, 14, 15, and 16 Mm -hmm. because the episode after that is the special that I will be getting a lot of people on is green with evil. This is something that a lot of people are looking forward to. Um, There is a lot of things that I remember from that, that are just like almost snapshots, not even like full scenes. Um, What I kind of want to do is I want to record a five minute, like predictions episode. Okay. Like for people who don't remember that episode to just be like, Hey, I remember this and I remember this and I remember feeling this when I saw this and then we watch it and then come back and see how like we feel about it. Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to do it. I like that. So uh, I'm going to get some people together. We're probably going to record it early. So we will probably be recording that in January. Mm -hmm. It's going to be released in February. So, and hopefully I can find a new job pretty soon. um, So that way I can do more of this stuff. And hopefully we won't have to wait 14 years for us to finally reach um, where Power Rangers is currently at with Dino Fear. So who knows? We'll, we'll <laughs> see. But with that, guys, thank you so much. And remember, let the power protect you.